Welcome to Pedantic and Wavio. I'm Jeff. And I'm Simon. So, Jeff, we're <laughs> mixing it up this week because Simon is not on point at all because he just got out yep. of class. I think I missed our tagline. You can do that if you want. Uh, yeah, what is our tagline? Oh, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. And then I almost... So what is this week's fictional world? Well, this this week's fictional world is the fictional world of medical conspiracy theories. Or pseudoscience is really what I kind of labeled it as. Okay, yeah, that should be easy. Yeah. Uh, hard sci-fi was easy enough. Yeah. We can yeah. do what people actually believe in. Uh, so we have to... So I, I, I was debating on how to do this, and you can weigh in if you want. I mean, because mm-hmm. you also are doing this episode with me. Right. I, I like the idea of trying to explain a world in which these things are true. Like, what would it take for these things to actually be true? But I also feel okay. like, as a public service announcement, we should mention, like, the actual ramifications of if these were true in the real world, what they <laughs> would mean. Right. Yeah, that seems fair. Just, like, occasionally sprinkle in that none of this is actually real, so we don't yeah. get, like, a, a War of the Worlds situation going. Yes. Okay, we should say that up front. This is not, this is not real. This, this, what was, <laughs> do not take what we are saying here as medical advice, legal advice, advice of any kind. Yeah, that should cover it. I, I right? But okay. do continue listening. Yes. Continue listening so that you can understand people believe in these things. Very, very hard. Very hard? Yeah. Vehement. Uh, Vehement, yeah, that works. Vehemently yeah. works. It's it's insane. Well, I'm going to give a scope for each of the little subjects, actually. So the first one is uh, is homeopathy, where we're really just starting off. We're going zero to sixty. In, yeah, in no, minutes. just right off the deep end, huh? <laughs> yep. So so for anyone who doesn't know, homeopathy is actually a belief that like cures like. So if you have let's say a fever you would take something that causes a fever and it would cure you of your fever oh i mean you're not just taking something that will cause you a fever fever you have to dilute it thousands of times yeah that's the additional point is that if you were to take say i don't know what causes a fever strychnine the strychnine cause fevers i don't actually know you kind of chose a bad one i did uh, uh like well, if you can't sleep you have like microdoses of caffeine yes yes there you go so yeah, you're being too more awake, than micro or less than awake. micro yeah it's you're you're in you dilute out something until there's no more of it actually physically left in the material so it because can, the water remembers it yeah but the water still remembers it so it's still the essence is still there so this is actually the thing that made me think about why we should mention why these things are absolutely preposterous. Mm-hmm. And Jeff has pointed this out several times to me, and we loved joking about it when we worked together, <laughs> which is that I used to live down hill or like down the street, actually, from a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And I think little bits of dead people would cure me of death. 
right? Like uh, micro doses. Well, it of would death. cure you of death. It wouldn't make you immune to it. But if you're already dead, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> then you drank that uh, homeopathic rainwater runoff from the cemetery. Then yeah, you'll spring right back up. See, I'm pretty sure that's what happens in uh, Frank Herbert's uh, Reanimator, or whatever that Lovecraft story is called. It would be a very funny to rewrite Frankenstein as like a homeopathy story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, we can do that. There's nothing <laughs> stopping us. It's true. So there's other problems with this. Like, you would think that all wastewater, if you were to drink it, like wastewater coming out of a treatment facility, would cure you of mm-hmm. every single disease, probably. Or at least, like, uh, you would also diarrhea. be eating lots of feces. Uh, Just every kind of feces. I mean, you uh, you wouldn't be consuming that many feces. But you would if you were to take it from the before it reached the treatment facility. Out of a treatment facility, you're really just eating algae and then like a lot of well, bacteria. Well, yeah, but where? Yeah, and what else is in there? Like fish, uh, other living the, things. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's not a good thing. But you would you yeah. would think that a lot of water would be curing you of various problems. Why? Because it at some point in time touched, like. <laughs> something something that causes that problem been diluted yeah so it doesn't really make a whole lot of practical sense or any other kind of sense however we need to come up with a world in which it is true right should be easy enough so let's start off with like cures like what is a good (sighs) what if we had like a uh, a uh, uh, a human biologic response. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe it's like like uh, like snake poison. Like you have to you have to use snake poison to develop the antidote for snake poison. So right. in this case, it is your body has an antidote for every single toxin, <laughs> and. <laughs> And it produces that toxin. And that also explains why you need such dilute quantities of it. Because you want the toxin to be there, but you don't want it to affect you. Mm-hmm. Did I just explain See, I was... something off of the... <laughs> uh, Let's go with uh, soft, maybe. Um, I was thinking along the lines of... Like jumping into... Like you have to take it as a suppository what was it more yes a suppository (laughs) or a prophylactic where consuming little bits of what causes you know death or headaches um like builds up your immunity to it builds up your immunity to that to that response so maybe this is like treating a symptom and not a what are those things called diseases cure there you go. Yes. Yeah, it's treating a symptom mm-hmm. and not treating the disease. And and like Patch Adams would say, it's really not treating the the patient. So we're still <laughs> losing, and and we should be winning all the time. Right. Yeah. Because Patch Adams, rest in peace. Best doctor. Best doctor. I have never seen Patch Adams. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I may have, but I remember nothing of it. Yeah, I know Robin Williams is in it. That's about it. And I know the quote, yep. that, that quote. I know that quote. 
And my mom, my mom uses it in her actually her her classes because she's you know teaches people about medicine. Yep. Yep. So she she must be looking forward to this episode. But that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking of the same thing as you are. Like it's like building up an immunity to it. It's it's mm-hmm. um by taking little doses of it, you're not cre- you're not taking enough that it'll affect you that it'll harm you mm-hmm. uh, but you're taking enough that your body is creating a response to it now right you're vaccinating yourself against it except vaccines are real <laughs> and doing... they do work <laughs> i was actually gonna be like are you are you reading my work document right now because this, that's the next one <laughs> So we're just going to drop the whole memory of water thing? How do we want to do that? I I think... I mean... It's not so much that the water has a memory. It's that the electrons from whatever uh, thing you're trying to cure have exchanged with the electrons on the water. So you are consuming part of it, just... Real little. <laughs> that is how the water has a memory. You know what? That is a better. That is better than anything I had come up with. So, <laughs> man, and you had all day to think about it. I've been really here for did. eleven minutes now. Yeah, I was sitting there in my class, and I'm like, I could tell my teacher was like, I was like a little distracted because I was like, I think I was like, how does this work? <laughs> Uh, I really wish you were called out in class. Like, hey, Simon, what are you thinking about? Oh, just, you know, homeopathy. <laughs> How homeopathy <laughs> Gonna get real. real deep into it. <laughs> so the next thing is, vaccines cause autism. Now, remember, listener, vaccines do not cause autism. However, how would a vaccine a cause autism? A lot of people think that they do um (laughs) how would vaccines cause autism aside from fabricating uh data uh so there (laughs) are like i mean people have come up with scientific you can't see me i am putting these in bunny ear quotes right Uh, ideas of what it is that would actually cause this it comes from like methylated mercury which is Mm -hmm. actually to be honest not a horrible idea, but if you actually look at the concentrations and compare them to how they would actually be correlated to inorganic mercury and things like that, mm-hmm. it doesn't really stand up to scrutiny. Okay. At all. <laughs> I, mean, I think, haven't like a lot of vaccines tried to phase out? Yeah, using it anyway yeah. because people are terrified of it. Uh, thimerosal was actually any any vaccine that's been made after like two thousand doesn't have thimerosal mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people. I think people who say like aluminum because aluminum in vitro has like some toxicity to neural cells, but it's not like you're injecting a. First of all, there's not that much aluminum in vaccines. Also, you're not injecting it directly onto your brain. Right, and like. Anything is toxic enough if you have enough of it. It's true. It's even love. Especially love. It's, it's true. How do vaccines cause autism? Yeah, so... In in this fictional world in which it might 
Well, well, what about this? What if, what if, if you gave? So the difficult thing, the problem I'm having is, is that it's inconsistent. <laughs> is that it? Not only is it, yeah, yeah, it's it's inconsistent. Like the disease itself would also cause autism if vaccines caused autism. So there has to be something else that's in vaccines that causes autism. Well, would the disease itself cause autism? Well, yeah, because you think about it, like, like, imagine if you had, like, a pure vaccine. So a vaccine with no chemicals added to it. I say chemicals. What I mean to say, (laughs) I'm a chemical engineer and I should not be using that term so loosely. Yeah. I mean, uh, a vaccine that has no toxins in it, apart from the dead bacterial cells. Mm Mm-hmm. That just causes an immune response. And the, so the only difference between a vaccine and the disease itself in that case is that the disease, the vaccine doesn't cause any symptoms, but causes an immune response and mm-hmm. a disease does cause symptoms. So then you would think that a, I can hear a, a truck. In yeah, the no, room. there's like a truck doing something <laughs> apparently that you can just hear through all of my closed windows. We are having a tough time with audio because that was a couple of recordings. Uh, uh, so you would think that a disease would also give you autism, right? Actually, maybe that's it. The this vaccine world and homeopathy world are the same, and because you're giving a person such a small dose of the uh the disease that you know in this world all disease also causes autism um <laughs> i mean it's just like it's overwhelmed by all of the other symptoms so you don't notice it oh so you're saying that autism is like a temporary thing or maybe ooh i like this idea i like this idea so instead of t- uh, uh, it's not a temporary thing. What it is is your body uses the autism as like a um, uh, as like a response, and because you don't get any symptoms, there's no off switch to your autism. So that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. when you're when you're cured of the disease, when you're when your body gets rid of the disease, then it switches off the autism. Is like okay, he doesn't need this response anymore, right? But when you have a and there like isn't n- enough of like a biofeedback, yeah, from a uh, a vaccine, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And this is why you're always so grumpy and moody, and you don't like light or loud noises when you have the flu. Is not because you have the flu; is because you've suddenly become a child with autism. Yes, exactly. Of course, of course. Look at this. I, you know what? I always feel fear. That we are we are just being too accurate with this. I need to repeat. Uh, I mostly fear that this <laughs> this episode's feeling a little problematic. <laughs> it does feel very problematic. So I would like to repeat: none of these things are real. <laughs> <laughs> Do not use this as evidence. If I see if I see one person send this episode back to me and say, "Hey, isn't this proof?" that these things are real. I won't do anything because I don't know who you are and I don't care enough about you, but it will hurt <laughs> my feelings at least a little bit. So please don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll, uh, I'll be sure to not, not let you know about <laughs> all that, the hate mail that we get. All the hate mail we get. 
<laughs> I mean, you don't tell me about any hate mail we've gotten already, so. That's true. Or all of the spam. There's so much spam. <laughs> I, you have told me about some of the spam. <laughs> the new thing. The next thing. We're going. Mm-hmm. Reflexology. Okay, which was reflexology? Re- like you, you rub your ear and your foot pain goes away? Uh, yeah, actually, pretty much. It's uh, but but okay. Uh, so let's not get this confused with auriculation, which is a similar mm-hmm. but it's a subset of reflexology. Reflexology okay. essentially says that all like the discrete parts of your body, like your hands, your feet, your leg, your ear, your nose, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, are connected together. In some way. Well, so, like, there's a part of your foot. I mean, they are. Oh, I mean, apart from being like. <laughs> they are conne- all connected <laughs> with your skin. Wait a second. Wait. Wait. Uh huh. Go there, on. Do you not have, like, a, a discreet section of your body? Are you not Rayman? Do you not have, like, discreet feet that are not connected <laughs> to your body? Uh, no. Uh, last I checked, I was not modular like that. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that was so weird. I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think most people are like that. Uh, it's just like the socks really cover it up and hide it well. Oh. I mean, they do. I mean, this is why I wear big world socks. Not because I'm cold all the time, but because I am <laughs> modular. <laughs> so reflexology says that like a piece of your foot or a piece of your hand, it connects mm-hmm. to like your colon. Well, a, a, a different part of your colon connects to your foot or your hand. So it's like, a, okay. it's like a, let's say, a series of tubes. Uh, not, not like dump trucks. They're not like dump trucks. They're, they're <laughs> tubes. They're a series of tubes that connect the parts of your body together. Okay. And, and these tubes can get clogged. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, these are not dump trucks. They can clog. Like, I'm trying to figure out where that factors in. I'm waiting for the uh, for the shaggy dog story to come to its conclusion. Uh, um, so they're tubes that can get clogged, and you need to clear the clogs for like the energy to flow through your body. And this is what ha- this is how you cure yourself of like foot pain or like mm-hmm. diarrhea or uh, the time your mom didn't love you enough. Or the fact that your parents at one time picked you up and then put you down and then never picked you up again. Is that a memory that you have? No. <laughs> but it's, it's in there and it's affecting, you know, maybe the reason I have rheumatoid oh, that's the thing that's lupus. clogging up the, the pipes. Yeah, I see yeah, now. Yeah. Sorry, I thought those were like other ailments and like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess it also does uh, mental trauma. It, it Got does, it. it does. Those, those are ailments. Like like your feeling of loneliness is an ailment, and I guess the clogging okay. of the pipe is the fact that your parents never picked you up again. Right, okay, I see, I see. What if reflexology is just a really sensitive, if you had a really sensitive vascular network? Mm-hmm. So, like, if if you're, like, fixating on something like, my God, I'm lonely, that's, like, a, too much blood is in that part of your brain. Like, there's too much activity and there's too much nutrients being eaten by that part okay. of your brain. And so what you have to do is, like... Balance your humors? No. 
but you have to like okay. you have to like push into a, a different part of the pipe like of your vascular network to like increase mm-hmm. the blood to that like the way I'm think I'm seeing it as is you have like a a blockage that takes too much uh of your nutrients too much of your of your body's energy and so mm-hmm. what you have to do is when you squeeze like a toe or something you're blocking that part of your body off temporarily from the rest of your body because it's like a tourniquet okay okay when you do and that, then how does that help uh when you do that you enable your body to like use that blood that would be going to your toe and push it through so like increases the pressure all across your body and it pushes through that blockage okay um if that's the idea that we're going to go with why are things like specifically connected like if turning off one pipe increases the pressure everywhere else uh, because so here we go when you're a baby okay you have a single vein <laughs> you're like a s- <laughs> and that vein turns into your heart but before it turns mm-hmm. into your heart it it gets divided and spread across the body which creates your vascular network now the different portions of that cylinder that were once are, are still related so like if you take a cross-sectional piece of that cylinder that you are when you're a baby, as everyone knows. And as it multiplies out, part of it becomes like a foot, part of it becomes a hand, part of it becomes your colon. And so those Mm -hmm. parts are all connected together because they come from the same original cylinder. Tube vein thing. Okay. So, uh, is it all still, everything is interconnected? Just some are more directly connected than others. Yeah, that's that's how I'm. Is that what you're getting at? Okay. I because obviously everything's connected, dude. My foot. I mean, I knew I was making jokes about (laughs) being right man, but. Um. Yeah. Oh wow! I just destroyed my mic. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, I ummed directly into the mic like a fool. You've actually there's a laugh that you did during the Doctor Who episode that like shattered the mic, and I had to start i actually had to like do real <laughs> real sound editing on it actual editing yeah. versus just lining them up I, I do other things i clear out some of the ums and the blank spaces which there's a lot of by the way listener we spend a lot of time thinking during this you, podcast you're only getting the best of the best that's not because it is hard to think and joke at the same time <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so where were we? Okay, so things are interconnected, things are more directly connected than others, and... Because babies uh, are essentially hollow tubes with blood. Well, aren't we all? Um, That's a pretty good, I mean, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) kind of. Um, Yeah, I can get behind... Well, it's the, like, backed up pressure... That I don't like, I guess. So, so, so. With them being more related or more like directly uh, connected, that would have maybe, a more direct uh, influence. Maybe it's like this, okay? Mm hmm. Maybe it's like your body's quality control network 
Okay. Is that all the other parts of your body have to be monitoring all the other parts of the body. So it's it's kind of like a checks and balances system. And when you have like a problem with your colon, you mm-hmm. you have to like stimulate you- the QC network that's in your foot for your colon. Okay. Or your liver or your kidney or your stomach. And then it just pushes all of the uh, tube clearing uh, Drano, I guess, towards the colon. Yeah, or, or it at least it like maybe the QC network is really crappy and they're like, well, we don't know who. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe you have to just designate a QC network to deal with it. So you're like, there's like a, a QC network in your foot and your hand. And your hand mm-hmm. network is like, well, the foot will take care of it. And your foot's like, well, the hand will take care of it. And like the ear's like, well, I don't know who's going to take care of it. So what you have to do <laughs> is designate a specific part of your body to clear out your colon. Okay. And it just is convention. To do f- uh, a certain type. Yeah. Right. Okay. And... And that also is auriculation. Like when you do, when you're doing it on your ear, it's just your ear that's doing the. Because auriculation, for some reason, had its own specific Wikipedia page. Ah, <laughs> oh, good, good. I'm glad. Um. Oh boy, there's so many. There's so many Wikipedia articles on pseudoscience, specifically <laughs> medicine. Ah. <laughs> uh... I'm glad that that is in your browsing history and not mine. It's not. I used a school computer to research it. So... <laughs> good, good. So, are we cool with that? We think that's a good idea. We, yeah, it's. It feels like we're not quite there, and we'll have to think on it a bit more. Well, but well, I feel the, like that's the best we're gonna get. What's the problem right you have now? With it? Is it the fact that when you're uh, walking... Well, it's that it's dumb, mostly. Well, but... Dude! <laughs> last week we were talking about playing Doom on a smart fridge. How is this... Okay, so, no, that was a bad example. That's amazing. Yeah, no, you called out, like, the coolest thing we <laughs> talked about last week. <laughs> we said... We posed the idea that the Chupacabra... <laughs> needs to breathe by drinking other people's blood how is yeah. this less stupid than that uh because i was like one and a half bottles of sake deep in that episode that's true and i'm two tall boys in in this episode on an empty <laughs> stomach it's a good time perfect um which is why my volume is suddenly increased <laughs> just modulating wildly <laughs> uh yeah i guess like the the canon actual explanation is that it's clearing blockages right yeah or it's yeah it's it's moving energy around the body okay um maybe like quantum entanglement like your foot is just connected to your colon or whatever because when you, during your first the first atoms that create you, okay? So we're uh-huh. thinking, like, sperm and egg. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, mm-hmm. like, maybe there's a few, couple, what? Billion atoms inside of a sperm and an egg. Right. 
the 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 atoms that will become the other parts of your body are quantumly entangled so like the at like one atom becomes your like hand well a quantumly entangled atom from the same that that was quantumly entangled at the very beginning before you had designated body parts becomes a mm-hmm. foot and so then you can that, i like that better that's a better explanation Okay. I kind of wish you had come up with that 10 minutes ago so I didn't sound like an idiot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was just trying to see where yours concluded and then I was going to throw mine in there. <laughs> and be like, oh, hey, this is like a an actual explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, I wanted to give you a chance. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That makes sense. I like that a lot. Uh, there's some weird stuff. I'm just reading through my yeah, notes. You don't just say. Some weird stuff. I would like to say. So there's a few things I would like to say about reflexology before we move on. Okay. Number uno. If you... That's one for our English-speaking listeners. <laughs> okay. The problem with reflexology is that when you're walking... Wouldn't you, like, clean out your liver or, like, vacate your bowels or, like, increase your salivation or start masticating or things like that? Uh, I mean, you don't do that. That's that's usually what happens when I walk around. But that's what I mean. Like, isn't that a problem with reflexology? Like, with, like, with homeopathy. You think, like, is there, like, how? Uh, and of like some amount of intent that you need to uh, actual like practice reflexology, maybe. Uh, so my my thing says, uh, it's 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 not no. Uh, I all right. Well, just shut me down. Cool. I know. I it might be. <laughs> I might be wrong about this, but it really just says that. Okay, so I see what it is. I see. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not so much intent. You have to use specific thumb, finger, and hand techniques without the use of oil or lotion. Okay. That's the problem. You're not. Using so it's the right because techniques. you keep yourself so like uh, oiled <laughs> no. over the course of the day <laughs> no. that uh, I was. It doesn't normally take effect. <laughs> No, I was going to say it's the lack of the hand or thumb techniques. Oh, that makes sense, too. Yeah. I like the idea that this fictional world is just everyone is, like, glistening. They're so heavily oiled. They're just shining. (laughs) Yes. Everyone is shining. Everyone is a character from Monster Factory. Boy, this is a very... (laughs) Oh, that's terrifying. (laughs) I realize that this is a very macaroni heavy episode seeing as though yeah i thought about that (laughs) too (laughs) i will just uh send um the sawbones twitter a link to this episode we should do that i sent justin mcroy a thing about our serial episode all he did was like it and it and it it made me happy to know that he knows that i exist (laughs) (laughs) but it didn't make me happy that he clearly didn't listen to it (laughs) Right, because he wasn't uh, laughing his patootie off. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Simon has to learn how to clean up his language. 
Okay. I'm surprised that I'm as restrained while recording. You actually, you only start swearing when I start swearing. I'm not surprised. I have to remove so little of your audio because of <laughs> profanity. A lot of my audio has to be removed because of profanity. The next one is crystal healing. Uh, are we going to keep that as an interstitial from now on? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to cut out that whole section that we had about us <laughs> swearing and stuff. I might keep it in this part just to explain why that was such an awkward thing. Because I don't remember where we left off three ah, minutes ago. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is crystal healing is the use of semi-precious stones and crystals mm-hmm. such as quartz, amethyst, or opals. Adherents of the technique claim that these healing powers, although there is no scientific basis for this claim. Mm-hmm. I think I read that correctly. It seemed to make enough sense. Good. Essentially, these are people who believe that your your individualized connection to stone mm-hmm. can, can create uh, healing effects. So, okay. stone color, shape, and uh, I think that's it. Color, shape, yeah. Uh, like type? Yeah, type. But like type is kind of part of color, I would say. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't include that. So maybe color, shape, and type mm-hmm. affect how it's going to connect with you and how it's okay. going to heal you. Okay, so <laughs> do you have to um, attune to the frequency that the crystal or stone vibrates at? Uh, Jeff, I would like you to keep your... I, I cannot swear. What is a, a non-profanity word for your, your bull honky frequency talk okay. out of this uh-huh. discussion? That is pseudoscience, okay? We're talking about crystals. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I I didn't know we were not to the pseudoscience section yet. No, no, this is real. Sorry, listener, I would like to repeat, this is not real. However, Jeff, (laughs) we have... I have to assume it's real. (laughs) This is called improv. Okay, so... This is called acting. I am acting like crystal healing is real. What what were we going to say? (laughs) I don't know. I've lost it's, the thread. It's so tough. Um, but yeah, so we are excluding, um, like energies or whatever. I, I, now I'm paying I attention can't. to how often I say like. It's, um, say thanks like, for that curse. Say like as many times as you want. I really do not care about editing these episodes. It doesn't actually add that much time. I still have to listen to the whole episode. That's a shame. I don't. Again, Jeff, you write the descriptions. You should be listening to the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely do. All the time. I need you to listen to the episodes because if you don't, then I forget to add things like the theme song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done yeah, that a few you did. times. You did. I think you did that in the episode we just released. I thought I included it. Uh, I think you had it as the outro, but not the intro. I... We'll see if I can remedy that. Let me... Okay, anyway. Uh, crystal <laughs> healing. Right. Um, 
crystals resonate at their own particular frequencies, yeah, okay. and humans have to attune to it. Okay. By vibrating with them. Okay. I have a better solution. Okay, because you can't do much worse. Uh, no, I can do better. So the homeopathy thing, that was such a good... you you. I'm sorry, man. You really hit it out of the ballpark with that quantum... <laughs> quantum uh, uh, like the, the electrons in right. the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. So part of the thing with crystals is that they tend to have very loose or interconnected uh, electron bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe... You just rub them good, good electrons off on you? Yeah, essentially, when you touch them, the electrons in you and the electrons in the substance become swapped a little bit, like they interact a little bit, and that's mm-hmm. what's giving you your little thing. Now, why is it individualized? Or is that just... is that, uh, is that How do you mean by individualized? So there's a weird little part of it where... So here's the way... I'm going to just read this... In contrast with other forms of complementary and alternative medicine, participants in crystal healing view the practice as individuated, i.e. dependent on extreme personalization and creative expression. So, does that mean different crystals behave differently for different people? So the way the, the... the way I'm choosing to read, I don't. I'm not a practitioner of this, so I cannot definitively answer this question. I can, however, okay. say that it it looks like not also like not all. Let's say amethysts uh, stop your uh, toothache. It's okay. only the specific amethysts that you relate to and that you identify with and that you've like a, an individualized connection with. That okay. that will affect you, but all amethysts are used for the same thing. Okay, so I can't believe there that. would have to be something that differentiates them that make it so you connect to some more than others, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe. Maybe the. Crystals are sapient lithoid creatures, and they just like you more, and they help you. Okay, I wasn't going to go there. (laughs) I like it. I was going to say maybe it has to do with, like, uh, DNA compatibility. Okay, I don't know rocks to have much dna but but if we're saying that it's the exchange of electrons with you and the crystal maybe those Mm -hmm. are the rocks that were exchanging electrons with your ancestors okay so they know you better and are more familiar with your electrons yeah or the configuration of the electrons within your body okay okay we're getting there or they're sentient you know, lithoid creatures. That works too, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to yuck your yum. If you're into no, mine <laughs> just because there's a new DLC in Stellaris. Oh, oh, that's that's totally fair. Yeah, that's the only reason I thought of that. <laughs> oh, 
man, I really want to play Fallout right now for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, you can in a few minutes, probably. <laughs> I hopefully can. Hopefully this will be over in 15 minutes so I don't have to do an hour of editing. <laughs> okay. I like this. I, I, so, so I like that idea. I like the idea that they remember your ancestors. Mm-hmm. There's people yeah, I like that ancestors. too. Yeah. And and then you get like a, it's almost like a DNA memory kind of thing too. So maybe your your DNA mm-hmm. also remembers that particular that particular crystal yeah. rock. Yeah. Reiki. Reiki. Reiki is the not touching a person and exchanging their good and bad energies. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Reiki is palm healing. Uh, mm-hmm. You exchange your vitalism, which is like this kind of um, this component that all living creatures have that non-living creatures don't have. Non-living okay. things don't have. Um, and it's done. You don't touch them directly. You just wave your hands over them. But you have to be a Reiki master. You have to have control of your own energy to, to control mm-hmm. the energy of others. I mean, this is just electric fields, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it because uh, I, if you're a Reiki master, you can control the dipole moments. Electrons are really useful in this whole episode uh, <laughs> you can create the you can cause dipole moments within your own hands within mm-hmm. your own body and that can can uh cause dipole moments inside of the the body of your of your recipient yeah, there you go. patient i don't want to say patient let's go with recipient yeah, I think it's recipient sounds better uh subject <laughs> that sounds uh frankenstein but Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I like that. I like that. It's like a so you you get to you can alter the like intermolecular bonds and the mm-hmm. electrical fields within another person by altering the fields by creating the field yourself using your own electrons. Right. And in this world you have absolute control of your electrons. Well, the Reiki master would have absolute control of their electrons. Yeah. The average person doesn't, which is why they have to seek out a Reiki uh, master. A Reiki master. And pay yeah. them quite a bit of money. And maybe that's why, because I do believe the ritual to become a Reiki master, not only do you have to like train how to do a lot of the stuff, but like there's like mm-hmm. a hand-touching ceremony where you like transfer the power. Maybe, okay yeah and you just exchange yeah like it's like creating a magnet yeah. where you like mm-hmm. put a very strong electric field through it so that you carry a permanent uh dipole moment in that thing okay right that makes sense i like it oops i just hit my mic <laughs> just punched it with my fist as i was reaching for my thing over there uh, you want good old thingy mo popper. Yeah. So what's next? Mouse. Do we got it? Uh, well, there's two more. Do you, you want to do one more? Uh, yeah. If you have another quick one like Reiki was. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> one way to find out. What's next? 
you're candling. So. All right. Um, ear candling being you uh, put a lit candle that is like a hollowed out tube yes, candle yeah. in a person's ear yep. and it sucks out all of the wax and gunk from it. Yeah. And it's supposed to like cleanse your body. Oh, I didn't. Of toxins. Of toxins. Right. So here's the okay. thing. This is like normally, okay, fine. If you were to somehow create negative pressure you could technically suck the wax out of your yes Yes, i feel like it okay no wait but in this world it's real yes continue (laughs) (laughs) yeah remember remember listener this is not real this is i know we sound like we're very very smart and scientific right now this that's because we're good actors this is because we're very good actors for this entire time, I've actually been Brad Pitt playing Simon, playing a podcaster on this <laughs> podcast. Actually, I take that back. Simon, in the future, change this. I'm Simon. I am actually Brad Pitt, and I have played Brad Pitt for several years now. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> if that's the case, I am Keanu Reeves and just eternal. Thank you. That's that's totally fair. We should create a D and D podcast. Um, uh, there aren't enough of those on the internet. Are you okay. sure, though? <laughs> uh, so... I mean, it can always take <laughs> another one. That's the great thing about the internet; it expands to fill the things I want it to. Just mash more and more D and D into it, yep. whether or not it. It's happy about yep. it. It doesn't matter that I was made fun of for playing D&D as a kid. <laughs> now you have your own podcast about it and can feel good. Yep. Uh, now it's accepted by all of these attractive, cool people. Anyway, I'm not bitter. Anyway. <laughs> not at all. So what were we doing? Ear, ear candling. Ear candling. The, the problem is, is that it can purify the blood. Okay. And it can cure cancer. <laughs> right. You know, you know how um, cancer it has like those really terrible ear effects, like where like your ear has cancer and and <laughs> <laughs> no matter what cancer you have, bone cancer, colon cancer, ovarian mm-hmm, cancer. Mm-hmm. All just goes through the ear. Yeah, eye cancer, skin cancer, all goes through the ear. Now, is it that ear candling can cure all cancers in this fictional world because this isn't a thing? I I did not read that much into ear candling. I'm going to say yes. Cures all cancer. Okay. I got to stop that. That tracks with the rest of their claims. Um, So I'm thinking... The yeah, we'll stick with the negative pressure for the physical gunk that it pulls out. Um, well, okay, so I would like to say this first of all, unless you're just trying to, cl- the, like, to speed this up, but it, uh, a, a flame doesn't create, first of all, really that much. No, it doesn't work well any- enough, <laughs> yeah, no, but we'll say. In this world that it does. So, Unless we want to explore that further. I will. Feel free to explore I will. it I think further. I have an idea. 
Okay. What if what you're burning is not like uh, I mean, in in the in this world, it's a paraffin wax, and I'm ignoring chemistry for a second. What if? Okay. What if? I feel like we've done that this whole episode. Yeah, really, we have. What if what we do is um, uh, it it it. It burns it in such a way that it creates something like ozone or it creates like ozonides or peroxides or something like that where it mm-hmm. it shrinks the volume of the gas, the oxygen gas or the nitrogen gas around it. And that okay. creates the vacuum. So what's coming off of it is not CO2 because obviously that would expand and create a positive pressure, but mm-hmm. it's something that has a less uh, – uh, uh, a higher molecular weight, but would take up less volume. So it creates that negative pressure. That's what I'm going to say for ear candling, for the negative pressure thing. Okay. For once, That's I'll actually be smart and come fair. up with a solution that works. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of works. It does. If you were Could to, work in this world. If you were to create ozone from O2, which is like directly... From O2, you would decrease mm-hmm. volume, which would create a negative yes. pressure, which would suck something up. If you did it energetically enough, you would overcome. Or, the I mean, you would need valves and stuff to make sure that just more air doesn't come in from the outside. No, it, what you would do is you would have to create something that's energetic enough that it would rip it out of the of your ear. While also okay, consuming all I the see. oxygen around your ear. Mm, but mm-hmm. it also would... Ex- yeah. 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 It's it, You would need it just something that was just energetic enough. Obviously, that would be insane. That would, like, give you radiation burns on the side of your face. Yeah, that would probably be fine. <laughs> okay, how does it how does it purify the blood and cure cancer? Um... Purifying the blood. Uh, I, um, the continue. You have a thought. I was gonna say. So, what what causes your body to become uh, unstable when you drink is the diffusion of alcohol from the from your blood into your ear canal, and then alcohol is less viscous and it messes with the, the fluid in your mm-hmm. ear. Mm-hmm. So what if by removing, by creating that negative pressure, it starts pulling out gases and things like that through your eardrum? And then Mm -hmm. your blood has to replace it, and your blood replacing it in your eardrum, because obviously dispersion and fixed second law, uh, it is drawing out. So it's like an intermediate. Your your ear is an intermediate between your, your blood and the air. Okay, and the candling could just be done anywhere. It's just done in the ear because of the the direct the shape of it. It makes it easy to uh, to place the candle there. Uh, yes, it's got you. Yeah, if God if God didn't want you to burn a candle in your ear, he wouldn't have given you such a nice candle holder. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's more or less a more eloquent way of saying what I was going to say. So I can agree with that. Now cure cancer. Ah, it's all psychosomatic anyway. 
You're saying cancer this doesn't world. exist. Cancer doesn't exist in the world that we've created. Yes. You just think that you have it, so you do. You've done it, Jeff. You have explained I've cured your, cancer. You've cured cancer in, in this world. <laughs> in this world. In this world. That we have it created. is still a very real, very devastating disease. I really want to create an RPG that is just all like all of the science that we've mashed together to to create all of our episodes. And you have to operate <laughs> inside of that world. Oh god. I pity the players <laughs> of that game. <laughs> I pity the person running that game who has to, like, research all of these episodes <laughs> and really piece together the ins and outs of these worlds. It's, that's true. I, I can tell you right now, flatulence is going to be a big part of that game. Oh, yeah, definitely it is. Cool. Well, I I, I think we're done. We should... I mean, yeah, we should end on a high note. We should end on a high note. We did a good job. <laughs> that was exhausting. Um, right. And 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 thank you for listening. It wasn't. It was good. I like. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that went real downhill, real fast. It was good. It was all right. Eh, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic pedantic and wave you. Classic. We really just get more and more exhausted as we go through the episode. <laughs> and we just are just like, yeah, you know what? That's that's good enough. Let's just move that's, on. We got it. <laughs> Moving on. We'll cover that in the next episode <laughs> when we do this topic again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can uh, you can visit us at or pedanticHW.com. Uh, feel free to leave feedback and suggestions yeah. uh, through either of those, that one same website. There's an email on our website that you can send us. We've done, actually, both Doctor Who and Power Rangers were both suggested to us. Uh, so was Animorphs was suggested to us. And uh, what was the other one? Yeah, there was oh, another uh, one. My Little Pony. Was that was the one that was suggested to oh, us. Oh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would say actually our suggested episodes tend to be our best episodes. They're pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, give us better show ideas than we can come up yeah, with. Yeah, because be we great. only know, so me and Jeff are not that well versed in pop culture. It's real bad. Yeah, it's really upsetting. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think it's that upsetting. I mean, I do other things. Well, we don't have as much uh material for the show that's why it's upsetting that's that is true and we have to do so much research into just (sighs) yeah any one thing in order to be able to begin talking about it i get such weird google results now it's it's (laughs) absolutely insane uh yeah so give us social suggestions subscribe to us uh like us on itunes uh for some uh, reason comment on itunes yeah for some reason we're not on podbean which might be a thing that we should look into uh yeah i'll see if i can't find why we're not how to make that work yeah i don't know how it how it's running yeah me neither um what was it oh we're we're on twitter uh at at potentic and wavium is that what we are I don't remember. Maybe we're at Pedantic HW. Wait a second. Jeff, finish up. Uh, If you go to the website, you can find us on Twitter through 
the pedantic handwavium.com yeah. or i can just clack real hard on my keyboard bop, and p handwavium no, that's what we are at p handwavium is our twitter at, handle at p handwavium is our twitter handle i do the twitter stuff i'm bad at it i need help uh <laughs> <laughs> please retweet all of our things yeah uh we do i do like so i will say this uh p playthrough which is a uh podcast about the power rangers they did like us back so they're awesome go listen to them if you're listening to us and you're not listening to them they're great that guy actually got back to us quite a few times i love him i have no idea who he is he's fantastic he's probably a pretty cool dude he's definitely he is a podcast about power rangers dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying (laughs) Uh, is there any? Oh, and thanks, Joe Sobchak, for our theme music. He still hasn't given me anything to give the rest of the world. Really? Ah, uh, yeah. he should do that. He should do that. We can just, just include that. Yeah, stick that right in there. Free advertisement, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, aside from all that work he did for exposure, he did. Oh, that's true. Actually, he did do a decent amount of work for us. All right, is that yeah, it? I think that's. Is that everything that's we it. do? I'm going to have to edit this up. I hate it. I'm going to hate myself so much. Oh, uh, we're also on YouTube. Oh, yeah. We're on YouTube, too. We are on Did YouTube. we? I think we mentioned that during the episode, also. That we're on YouTube? Did we? Why would we? Oh, maybe that? I just remember it from when I was listening to the episode last night. Oh, yes. We did mention in the episode last night. Because I put in all the episodes onto YouTube because I was slacking. I was just not doing it. I was just being lazy. Because it, it takes longer can't blame to do you. that than anything else. Thank you for listening. Alright, so I think that's it. Thanks for coming, everybody, yep. and listening to the show. Hey, Jeff, do you want to give that give that English accent another try? No. No, I don't. How about that? I, I actually ended the episode before I got to that point. Oh, did you? Oh, you should listen yeah. to it. It's so like, good. Ah, I know how it goes. Click. <laughs> uh, I will. How about we end it like this? And don't drill a hole in your head. Ah, uh, I feel like that one's taken. Yeah, but that's what's funny that because we're like doing some. What's the what's the Oh No Ross and Terry? Ah, uh, I don't know. I haven't listened to them. Yeah, anyway. Well, maybe you should not steal other podcasts' uh, outros. I I do, uh, but it's fine. What's our? We should I mean, you're the one editing it. You do you. Yeah, we should go. I'm not a cop.